Welcome to Why the Hell Are We Friends? I'm Ellis. And I'm Mudge, and we really shouldn't be friends. Mudge is a spiritual guru and loves nothing more than running healing workshops and staring at the stars. Whereas Ellis is a staunch non-believer and can be found regularly staring at me blankly when I talk about crystals and spirits. But despite our spiritual differences, we get on like a house on fire. Or twin flames. Hmm, you've lost me on that. Don't worry. Anyway, join us each week as we scrutinise each other's life choices. Expect horoscope hang-ups, crystal ball conundrums, and my futile attempts to indoctrinate Ellis into the world of spirituality. So today's topic... Soundbars! Much. what is a sound bath? It is a deeply meditative experience where you are literally bathed in sound. The idea is that the frequencies of certain instruments helps get your brain into the state associated with rest and relaxation. It's much easier than trying to meditate for an hour because the sounds kind of carry you into that relaxed state. So it's a like a cheat for meditation. So last episode, we were talking about sound baths and you were trying to persuade me to come along to one of your sound baths. And I did. How was it for you? It's been a few days since I went to it, but I did take a little voice memo as I was getting ready to go, mm-hmm. as I was walking mm. to the sand bath. And then we did actually have a debrief. Um, you were there for that, so you'll remember that. But I was thinking maybe we could turn the clock back to that evening and I could share with you a window into my world of how I was feeling and my experience of the night. Okay, go on. Let's have it. The real-time updates. Yeah. Okay. I'm in my room getting ready to go to the sound bath and slightly panicking because the instructions on the email sent out to everyone going is like, wear loose, comfortable clothing. You might want to bring an eye mask and maybe some like comfy socks. I'm just going to go in to this wholeheartedly and I'm not going to wear a bra and I'm hoping that's cool. I'm wearing some like really baggy joggers and a jumper that's actually got a cloud pattern. So hopefully that'll be quite suitable. <laughs> I'm going to bring my eye mask. Part of me thinks like, is this going to be culty in any way? People wearing eye mask blindfoldy things like what's going to be going on? But hopefully it will stop me being tempted and opening my eyes and seeing what's going on and just blacking out all of the stuff going around me. So we'll see. I just don't really know what to expect. Also, I feel a bit hungover. So I'm hoping that this is going to be a calming and relaxing experience and uh, not one that makes me want to be sick. Also, what if I need a wee during the sound bath? What if I need more than a wee? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> i forgotten about that. I was so nervous about needing to go to the loo during it and all of that jazz and what I was going to wear. Did you feel like that before your first sound bath? No, because if I if I needed a wee or I needed a shit, <laughs> I, would, I would just 
and it was like, oh God, what if I need to go? <laughs> like, I finished that sentence, what if I need to go? I'd go. Okay. I, I'd go, but I'd leave. But not in I'd the room. Just, sorry everyone don't mind me just have a little squat down and uh you guys enjoy this lovely sound God, what's that smell? <laughs> has that ever happened has anyone ever farted in a sound bar sure <laughs> sorry much can you open the window put a candle on <laughs> oh dear well i'm pleased to say i didn't need to use your facilities at the sound bath during the sound bath so Mm. that's fine but yeah that's a little insight into how i was feeling just before the sound bath go on so what happened next well next i well i did record myself as i was walking Mm. to yours i got off the tube and it was about a 10 minute walk from there to your flat which is where the sound bath was held so um, yeah don't give my address out (laughs) yeah no i'll keep that close to my heart and um this is what happened and how i was feeling minutes before arriving on my way walking to the sound bath and just walked past what looks like a very inviting pub with a lovely warm amber glow in the windows and half tempted to turn back and just (laughs) go and sit and have a glass of wine there but I'm moving on forward in my very comfy clothes haven't had too many odd looks but then again maybe people think I'm just dressed up in fancy dress looking like a clown with my big old I'm going to say they're like big old pantaloons and yeah oh dear kind of wondering what the clientele are going to be like there. Am I going to have to do loads of talking to people that I don't know? What's it going to be like lying down next to someone I've never met before? What was it like lying down next to someone you've never met before? Also, lie. don't lie to me, you've done that before. Are you what? Lying down next to someone? Oh, <laughs> for, for a one night only. Um... <laughs> Well, I arrived and I was I was actually greeted by someone who had never been to a sound bath either before. So you sort of spoke to them on the way in and said hello and walked into your flat, which there was nice mood lighting and all of your instruments were set up there on the side and you were stirring away some raw cacao or something like that in the pan Everyone was sitting on the floor, yoga mats were out, blankets were were there, and I did feel quite awkward. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't, I was definitely feeling, because I noticed it was quite quiet, and I cannot keep quiet. So I was like, trying to like, chat to people, and you then pass around some raw cacao. What was it? What was it, cacao? It was yeah, like hot chocolate, yeah, but it's, not good. It's ba- Sorry, not less good. <laughs> I mean, it, it is basically chocolate without all the all the, the all naughty the stuff in it. So the taste is quite mm. bitter compared to the chocolate we're used to eating. But it's used by shamans as a medicine for opening the heart and helping you connect with your emotions. Mm. Did you have any intense emotions coming up during the sound bath 
You know what? I did feel when I was lying down and you started playing the instruments and singing, I, f- I did feel some overwhelming love, actually, mm. and, and gratitude. So actually, maybe that was the good chocolate stuff kicking in along with your instrumentation. But I had a blindfold on for this experience. What were you doing during it? Obviously, I could hear you, but like... I couldn't see you, so... I actually just put a backing track on and then went and chilled out <laughs> in this room. Oh, my God. It's a scam! <laughs> I knew it was a scam! Yeah, guys, you all have to wear eye masks. <laughs> do some people do that? Do you reckon some people do do that? Oh, God, it's a big risk, isn't it? Because an eye mask is easy to remove. <laughs> so can you imagine if you'd paid and then you just, like... if you If you did get up to go for a wee or you just adjusted your mask and then you saw that mm. the person hosting it was just not even in there maybe i'll try it just for entertainment value yeah as a one-off but maybe just with friends yeah <laughs> so that you don't get any lawsuits <laughs> so you weren't really playing a backing track but what were you actually doing then i've actually got a couple of instruments here now oh my god what have you and in your bag and then the side just pull, just pull what this. is that? That looks like a massive penis or a massive dildo. <laughs> you just wait till I put it in my mouth. <laughs> go on then, go on. Let's see your piping skills. <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't laugh during the sound bath because that, oh that, that ended. Sound. No. That would not have been relaxing vibes. <laughs> no. But the initial bit sounded like, did Sound lovely. Sounded relaxing, right? Mm. Yeah. And what's that one? It's a drone flute. Oh. Drone flute as in you're playing two notes, but one of them is the same note that stays the same as a drone underneath the top <gasps> note, which changes. Oh, so do you remember that from your music GCSE, the drone? I Oh, I actually do. <laughs> I actually do remember that because that's like what all the monks did back in the day, isn't it? Yes. They just went, mm, yeah. 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 Um, and is that particularly... Um, peaceful like scientifically or something to have a drone i think so because it's that consistency that the ear when you're listening to it latches onto Mm. and so even though there's parts of the melody that are changing you've got that steady thing that makes you feel quite calm and grounded yeah it looks kind of like a a very chunky flute basically basically yeah a bit more like a recorder actually oh yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 i'd say that what else you got over there you just bought a um a dinner bowl, a soup bowl. I've got this golden <laughs> soup bowl. With a couple of sticks. So these are from Tibet and you get a set of seven. Essentially, each one is for a different chakra. I have a feeling I'm going to have to explain <laughs> what that is as well. <laughs> yeah. And the frequency is said to clear the energy from your respective chakras. So that one is for the root chakra, which is basically the energy centre at the base of your spine. And it's... <gasps> You're pointing to your bum there. That's what you were going to say. head on my ass. Yeah. <laughs> and this centre is like the point from which you feel connected to the earth. It grounds you, it makes you feel safe, protected. Lovely instruments. Thanks for the um, show and tell. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Shall I now take us back again to me having experienced the sounds we've just heard after the sound bath debriefing with you. Yes, yeah, let's. 
So Alice has just finished her first sound bath. How, how was that for you as an experience? <laughs> it was mixed. <laughs> I do feel sort of relaxed. I found it very hard to relax. And then I got into it and then somebody started snoring. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, my least favourite sound in the world is the sound of somebody snoring. Um, and I was trying to figure out who it was. And then because you were running the sound bath... I just had this image of you walking around. Obviously, I had my eyes closed and a, and a eye mask on, so I couldn't see you. But in my head, I was just imagining you making your sounds a lot louder to try and mask the sound of the snoring. Is that what you were doing? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> Not only did I try and play louder to hide the sound of the snoring, because I know it can be disruptive, at the same time... He's paid to be here, so I can't just, like, <laughs> give him an elbow. <laughs> but I genuinely, oh at one God. point, heard a really loud ding! And I was like, oh, my God, is that, is that you it. trying to wake him that up? That was it. And I moved around the space. I took the bowl. I, like, really hit it close to his head. But, no, it wasn't, it wasn't happening. I genuinely... It's the first time someone has ever snored like that in one of my sound baths. And so my belief is that on a spiritual level... It happened because you were there today <laughs> for this experience. Like, that snoring was yours for you. Great. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> you looked relaxed. I did. Well, yeah. I would do it again so long as I knew that the snoring man was not there. Or you do a private one-on-one one. A private one-on-one. But although maybe that would be more intense and I'd feel yeah. like I was having to please the person running it you'd be like popping up your eye mask just like yeah I did a good job up there <laughs> yeah. exactly I mean you said you'd come back <laughs> I said I'd come back if the snoring man wasn't there honestly can't believe it but no I, I probably did go home and have a decent sleep I think I can't remember last episode your horoscope said that you were gonna have a wild, passionate night of romance at or after the sound bath. <laughs> Did either of the either of the above occur? So I can confirm I didn't snog anyone at the sound bath. So that's good. Didn't cheat on my fiance. There was no sexual tension with anyone there. And then got home and um, my other half had been at a wedding that night and so had been on the beers. He returned pretty jolly mm. and one thing led to another and I made him some food and that was it. As in one thing led to another, uh, I put something in the microwave for him. Yeah, there was I know what nothing. that means. <laughs> You're in the mood for romance. <laughs> that for cacao's a- doing its thing. <laughs> Speaking of horoscopes, I want to find out how accurate your one from last episode was. But let's take a break now and we'll be back shortly with the return of Mystic Mudge to answer some crystal ball conundrums. Welcome back to Why the Hell Are We Friends? Mystic Mudge. Are you ready for some crystal ball conundrums? Hang on a sec. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I just thought you weren't ready to carry on, but no, are you just um, getting in the zone? Yeah, just summoning some spirits and angels. Oh, okay. Are they with us? Yeah, they're with us now. Whereabouts? (laughs) I'll get back to you on that. (laughs) 
Okay, well, um, this one's from Ellie. Dear Mystic Mudge, I'm only ever attracted to guys who treat me like shit. Whenever I meet a nice guy, I eventually get the ick, but simultaneously can see how awful it makes me feel being with someone who blows hot and cold. Why do I always want what I can't have? This is a really common problem. You know, the whole concept of people being attracted to bad boys. And it comes down to our brains, essentially. When people blow hot and cold with us, they're there one minute, they're gone the next, it stimulates the same reward system in the brain as addictive substances like cocaine so you quite literally get you get the hit of oh he's giving me attention and then he's gone ah i'm in the low i crave that i crave it you crave it like an addiction and that can feel simultaneously like hell and really hot and so you have to always decondition yourself from being addicted to fuck boys and it's hard because actually when you meet a nice person the attraction grows in a very different way it's a slow burn a slow burn so what i would say is that don't rush yourself to be intimate with someone when they're treating you well take your time lean into it create space for it to grow and also particularly with physical intimacy don't do anything you're not ready for because that's the fastest way to get the ick. Do you like a bad boy? No, I don't like a bad boy. I I mean, I had to get burned like 700 million thousand times <laughs> before it was drilled into my head and into my heart that I don't like bad boys. But I get it. I get it. It is like, it's that addiction really that makes you crave it. Mm. Now, if I feel that kind of unstable unsafe wild crazy attraction to someone i'm like ah red flag huge huge red flag (laughs) what about you atheist ellis do you like a bad boy (laughs) (laughs) only if you say it like that (laughs) do i like a bad boy and is your fiance a bad boy i feel like my face is going red um Um, do I like a bad boy? I like a boy <laughs> who is bad, but actually good. <laughs> so maybe sometimes has the facade of being a bad boy, but is actually a good boy. Does that make any sense? Do you mean like wears a leather jacket, <laughs> but treats you well? I think like a bad boy, I'm like, has some tattoos. Like, in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, oh, that's so rebellious. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my fiancé does have some tattoos. So, bad boy in that sense, but, you know, ultimately, he's not actually a bad boy. He's um got a heart of gold. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, my advice is find someone who has the facade of being a bad boy, but is actually a good boy. But if you're looking for someone with the facade of a bad boy, how do you avoid the risk of not just ending up with a bad boy? I think you just need to get to know them a bit better. Know what they're like, like, you know, when you see them in like the comfort of your own home, like how are they treating you? So So take them home on the first date. So absolutely do that. (laughs) That's a big tick. Um, I didn't do that just for the record. Holding my hands up, that's not what happened. It wasn't the first date, it was the second date. <laughs> Wait until the second day. Um, but how do you f- know if they've got heart of gold, I guess, is do they do nice things for you? Like make you a cup of tea in the morning without you asking for one. 
Yes, that is great. That is what I like. And that's that's kindness. So mm. I'd say look for kind, kind little actions that don't have any menace behind them and that are just genuine acts of kindness rather than mm. wanting something naughty in return. Yeah, it's a really good point, actually, because often, not often, I'm speaking, obviously, as someone who's been burnt before, <laughs> someone could appear kind on the outside and mm. actually the acts do carry a sense of conditionality that is being used as a means of controlling and manipulating you. So you have to be really honest with yourself about whether or not someone is doing things for you in a way that's truly unconditional. Agree. Who hurt you? (laughs) Before we go, it's horoscope time. (laughs) But before we get into some fresh ones this episode, I would like to find out a bit more about your one from last time so yours basically said that your psychic abilities were going to dramatically increase oh my god have they like i honestly all week i was thinking when are these psychic abilities going to (laughs) increase and literally earlier today you're not you actually aren't going to believe this story okay so i want a date i'm having lunch and the conversation moves on to a topic that's kind of closely related to my brother-in-law. And I made a joke saying, oh God, I wish he was here. To be honest, I get the sense he's probably around here, but he's not far away. That's what I said. (laughs) Yeah. I leave the restaurant and start walking home. Within a hundred metres of where we've been having lunch, I bump into him. He's just gone for a walk around London. (laughs) No, but no, but... No, I don't believe this. Were you actually just having your lunch next to his house? Surely it's a coincidence. No, no, no. no. It was at at least two miles from where (laughs) Where he was staying. staying, Yeah. And then what? What did you think to yourself? I freaked out. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, you're never going to believe this. Like, he was way less, like, surprised by the whole thing. But because I'd predicted it. I was blown away. <laughs> I was really blown away. Did you literally say to yourself, I'm a psychic? Well, you know, I said that last episode. So <laughs> that's, that's out there in the world now. Um, but yeah, that one was really, the, the world has felt very, very small. My mind joining up different dots there. Life is magic. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's a coincidence. But I'll let you. I'll let you enjoy the the feeling of. Does it feel quite powerful to feel like you are psychic? I knew you were going to ask me that. No, I actually I fell for it. I fell for that. I actually fell for that. Oh my god! Oh, it's not a good combination: a, a psychic and a gullible person. Oh dear. Well, it sounded like yours was pretty accurate last time let me do a fresh one for you now which our producer has just sent over your heart mind and soul will work in unison today dear pisces why do they always say dear as the gemini moon aligns with passionate mars Mm. listen to what your desires are on a cellular level as it will point you in the direction of your highest path 
just try not to become overwhelmed by these dreams when Luna squares off with Jupiter this afternoon. God, it's like a boxing match. Or you could start to question if these goals will ever become a reality. You'll begin to feel more confident when the moon moves into Cancer this evening and a desire for fun may push you to blow off some steam. Well, what's happening after this, thing? <laughs> Does it feel vibing with you this one i guess like the the mind heart and soul thing of this morning i i definitely felt like you only have one of those days when nothing goes to plan but it still feels really like you ended up doing what you were meant to be doing complete deviation from schedule but it it felt right hmm but hang on this is saying that the that luna is squaring off with jupiter there's a fight is that does that mean there's a there's a fight going on i think that might be us right now. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> We're butting heads all episode. Let's fucking go, you me outside. <laughs> Wait, let's pick this off tomorrow, right? Where like Mars, when Mars isn't squaring off with Jupiter, yeah. Oh dear. Okay. Well, let let's see if you begin to feel more confident when the moon comes into Cancer. Later When's on. that happening tonight? Apparently tonight, okay. and apparently you're going to blow off some steam. Yeah. Um, what happens? So. Any dates lined up for later on? No. No. But there's still time, right? The night is young. Yeah, get on get on the apps, get on the dating apps, <laughs> quick. Come on. <laughs> right, it's time for yours now. Let's have it. Staying organised will be the key to finding motivation today, dear goat. Dear goat, again, with the bloody dear goat. Well, it was sea goat last time. Last time it was sea goat, why is it only... Demoted to goat. <sighs> You've risen from the sea onto the land. <laughs> land goat. <laughs> However, you may find yourself needing to retrace your steps, especially if you've made an error or two recently. Oh God, what error? What kind of error? Does it say? Is your psychic ability giving me any info? Here we go. This is more like it. A harmonious energy will fill the air this evening when the moon moves into compassionate cancer, putting you in the mood for romance and grace, setting the perfect scene for a date night with that special someone or with yourself. Oh my god, so basically it's just saying I'm a horny bitch all the time. Yeah, is you that are, what it's you having a night of romance last week? You having a night of romance this week? Why is mine all like conflict and falling out? I don't know. Oh, it kind of adds up though, doesn't it? Yeah. It's just not meant to be. Your time to have romance will come. That's me trying to be but psychic. Just not, I just don't not know. tonight. Just not, not tonight. tonight. I do think, right, and I know that I'm not meant to be the one that's the super sceptic, but they've been quite clever in the way that they've written this by saying, setting the perfect scene for a date night with that special someone or yourself. Either you with your partner or you're at home alone yeah well well let's see um i don't know that i would maybe message you to let you know whether or not i do get some romance but i mean i can let you know keep you updated <laughs> or, did, like did, you, did you know of any errors that you made oh errors what today yes did i make any errors maybe you don't know yet i wanted to get some cream cheese from the shop but i forgot <laughs> But I can just get it tomorrow. I feel like that's not like a big life deal. That's a big, yeah. You fucked up. You didn't get that cream cheese. Yeah. Check your horoscope tomorrow before you <laughs> go to go the shop. Just to make sure <laughs> <laughs> you've worked through whatever you need to work through. Okay, I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that. Thanks. Thanks so much. 
That's all we've got time for in today's episode of Why the Hell Are We Friends? We'll be back next week with a new topic, more of your crystal ball conundrums. But until then, keep it spiritual. Or just keep it real. 